Blog Talk Radio. Hello, America. This is Billy Jones, the Everyday Folks and the creator of Everyday Folks Radio. Thank you for tuning in on this Sunday, September 18, 2016, for another segment of BJ Speaks, an interview with. On this show, I interview extraordinary people who are doing extraordinary things in America. Folks you may not hear about on a daily basis, but they're making things happen in their respective communities, in their industries, and in their lives. So tune in and thank you for listening. If at any time you'd like to speak to me or any of the guests on the show, our lines are open here at Everyday Folks. The call-in number is 347-539-5372. The number again is 347-539-5372. And if you're a little shy and you prefer to stay under the radar with your questions or comments or requests, you may inbox me at any time at Everyday Folks Listen at gmail.com. Again, that's every folks with an S, listen at gmail.com. My inbox is open to you. This coming week is a very busy week. Again, there's never a week that is not busy in my world. <laughs> and this week is special because it is the opening at the institution of which I work, Broward College, opening of Hispanic Heritage Month. And this is an incredible time celebrate the achievements and accomplishments of people of the Latin American diaspora, the Hispanic diaspora. And this particular week, I'll be contributing to that cause. On Tuesday, September 20th at 9.40 a.m., I'll be providing an open campus lecture on the following senior topic, symbolism of Latin American literature. And I'll be reviewing select works by some of the greatest, both canonical and contemporary, in terms of their contributions to the field and also their, their powerful messages to our world. Personally, I have to say, of all many that I do admire in the genre, I will say that Isabel Allende is one of my favorites. So do tune in. If you're in Broward area, you'd like to listen or come out to the event, it is free and open to everyone. My hundreds of students will be there and also the community welcome too. Also, this coming Friday at 1 p.m. is the next Keeping up K-pop. If you're not familiar with what K-pop is, it is the, it is a Korean pop music, and the show is hosted here on Everyday Folks by five amazingly talented, beautiful young women who are very in tune with the with the movement and the craze that is taking place, and they provide they provide the latest on the topic. So do tune in. And special shout out to my dear friend and colleague Anike, who continues to thrive and bring in numbers on her incredible show weekly here on Everyday Folks. Yesterday, she had another segment of Journey into Passion with Anika S. And she had an amazing conversation with story expert Narissa Street and her other and colleague about some of the things that make us think about the decisions that we make in our lives. We all come at that crossroad in our lives when we take some choice decisions. Most, most definitely, and the first that comes to mind, I've experienced in the recent years is making a career change. And today, and with my colleague today who will be on air, this is a great opportunity to talk about that. Because at the end of the day, we need to know who we are and where we're going in our path and know what skills and opportunities and talents we possess in order to walk that path. 
So here's the bio for my guest today. Her name is Janelle Viorette, and Janelle's the founder of Career Dreamers LLC. And I am so proud of her because ever since I met her a few years ago, I've just been so impressed. I am a fan, and I like what she is about. And she speaks truth, and she's not afraid to give back to others who are in need. Here's the bio that I present for her. Janelle, Janelle Vioret, founder of Career Dreamers, LLC. Career Dreamers specializes in career transition and guidance services. Across the country, Janelle supports professionals who are looking to change their careers and their lives. Of course, if you want more information about Career Dreamers, you may visit it at careerdreamers.org. I will also provide the link through my author page and through Everyday Folks Network, too. Learn more about the services and how you can walk the path toward professional success. And if anyone could do that, not only is she helping others, but she has walked the walk. I'm proud to call her a friend, and I'm proud to have her on this show. Welcome, Janelle, to Everyday. How are you today? I'm doing well, Billy. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. You're very welcome. And I have to share this so that people know our history. <laughs> you and I, we met about three or four years ago. It's been a while, actually. Yeah. And for those who are listening, in my previous life, I worked at Miami-Dade College. Janelle worked for Year Up, two great institutions, great organizations. And she was a leader in that process. She was a chief administrator was providing opportunities for students who came from underrepresented communities to get early connections in fields such as IT. And so now she has brought, she has walked a new path. I'm not surprised, Janelle. I have to say I'm not surprised because I always saw that spark and fire in you because you're smart, you're beautiful, and you're talented. And the world needs to know that. So I am not surprised <laughs> you walked the path you walked. <laughs> Let me say that first. <laughs> Wow, thank you so much, Billy. (laughs) You're welcome. But I do have to ask the first question, which is this. So what motivated you to become an entrepreneur? Sure. So last year I took the biggest risk of my life by leaving a steady-paying career to launch my own business. I never thought I would be able to do that because I was too afraid. Um, I've always been great at encouraging others to fulfill their goals, and yet continuously I, I tended to hold myself back. Um, And after a lot of self-reflection, I asked myself why. You know, I have the skills and credentials. I have the experience to launch a business. uh, So why am I holding back? And I'll tell you the answer. It was fear, fear of the unknown, uh, feeling uncertain of myself, fear of leaving my safety net. uh, And the list of fears goes on. Um, Yep, that's right, fear. (laughs) It's detrimental to (laughs) livelihood. Fear often paralyzes people, and the end result is that many beautiful dreams are unfulfilled. And so at this point in my life, I decided it was time to take the bull by its horns and take the leap of faith to conquer my fears. Um, does this mean I have no longer have fears? Absolutely not. I still do and continue to live each day trying to conquer my fears. However, what I have recognized through my journey is that I don't want to live my life in fear. I don't want to have any regrets because I was too afraid to take that big risk. And most importantly, I don't want to deprive myself of the learning that comes along with conquering fear. So taking this big risk has allowed me to grow out of my comfort zone and be okay with the unknown. I've realized through my journey that change and challenge is necessary for growth. And Mm -hmm. allowing myself to experience the unknown has really taught me the valuable lessons along the way. I've grown as a person. um, I've continued to develop myself as a professional and Mm -hmm. taken on this new path of being an entrepreneur. And so every day looks different for me. And while it's 
uh, exciting. The journey is exciting and nerve-wracking. I'm grateful for it. Oh, well, congratulations. I'm not surprised. Everything you just shared are some of the things that you and I can collectively relate on. You know, we both made choices to walk away from really established circumstances to, to follow our hearts and our interests. And yeah. remind me very distinctly of my dear colleague, Anika Madison. She, she hosts a show. It's called Journey Into Passion, where she explores individuals who follow their passions, their dreams, regardless of the stations that they are in their lives. What are they interested in? Why do they do what they do? And why do they follow their hearts? And so you really yeah. speak to that. Ooh, there are fears. People don't realize mm-hmm. that entrepreneurship, I have students all the time tell me, you learned it as well from your students. Everyone wants a business degree. They all yeah. want a business <laughs> But they realize how much work it is to run and maintain a business. Yeah. There's a lot of Powerful. work, a lot of moving parts. <laughs> that, yes. um, just kind of like from the operational standpoint, just being able, being um strategic about how you manage your time, building a support network, you know, connecting with the right people, having a mentor. Um, it could also get a little lonely when you're a one-person show. Yes. <laughs> so yes. just making sure that you, that you um, connect yourself with the right people, people that are positive, that are going to give you uh, good advice, people that have experience of running businesses, um, and are going to give you, you know, the feedback that you need, you know, how you mm-hmm. promote yourself and how you market yourself. I mean, everything from soup to nuts I have to, I have to do for myself, you know. And so that was a big challenge for me, you know. And it, and it was scary. And, and sometimes, you know, you get through a, a point where you, feel, you, you can feel a little demotivated if, if business is going slow, if it's not, if you're not picking up as many clients as you want. Um, and so that it, it comes along with challenges, but I think the most important thing um, is to kind of appreciate the process um, and also be patient with the process and know that, you know, in due time, everything will fall into place, but also being committed to what it is that you ultimately want to do. So for me, it's constantly reminding myself, why did I start this? Why did I start this? And just going back to the drawing board and really thinking through why I founded Career Dreamers. And so that's what keeps me uh, motivated. Well, I have to tell you, I love the name. The name is amazing, Career Dreamers. You cannot forget it. You know, and I, I'm, I'm so impressed with that. And I, I'd love to hear in your own words, what is Career Dreamers? What is this specialization? Sure. Yeah. So uh, Career Dreamers is basically committed to providing high-quality career services. And the goal is basically to help people identify their innermost passion and guide them to a, a rewarding career pathway. You know, my values uh, for the business are excellence, empowerment, integrity, and accountability. And my slogan is find your passion, design your career, because I really feel it's critical and important to find what you're passionate about and pursue it. Um, And so along those lines, I provide uh, career coaching services to professionals who are either in transition, they want to make a career change. I also provide career coaching services for young adults, for high school students and college age students as well. Um, I focus on job search strategy, interview preparation, um, professional etiquette. I do career mapping, uh, goal setting, career assessments, resume and cover letter writing. I also am a certified DISC administrator, so I facilitate DISC workshops. Um, mm-hmm. And I do empowerment and team building workshops with small to mid-sized businesses and nonprofit organizations. I do parent workshops, team workshops, vision board workshops. So um, right now I'm actually partnering with a, a nonprofit organization called Project Link, and I um, did a six-week uh, empowerment workshop series 
uh, for the parents in the community. And so, you know, it's just nice to be involved in the community and, and to get to help people establish goals and to get them to see the bigger vision of what it is that they want to achieve. Because, um, as I mentioned earlier, the fear could be detrimental. And so a lot of times people will have an idea or a goal, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it doesn't live in their brain. <laughs> and they don't actually <laughs> take the time to write it down. And it's like, and just letting, you know, when you write something down, it becomes more real. And when you put a yeah. timeline to it, it becomes more real. And so just really pushing people, you know, to set those goals and to dream big. I'm very passionate well, about I, that. I love what you just said. What you just reminded me, Janelle, is that you, so often we play safe. And what I mean by that is we play safe in the sense that what's most comfortable and most appropriate, not convenient for survival. And Sometimes we have to go out of that comfort zone in order to find our truth and understand who we are and where we're going. And the more that you do that, the fears are never going to diminish. They're going to take, they're going to be there, but they do begin to subside. I shouldn't say they don't, they don't diminish, but they do subside yeah. because each step forward is a step towards opportunity and Absolutely. you become more alive. Don't you feel more alive today than you ever have before? I'm it's, sorry, it's can so you repeat special. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay, I I have, you know, if you feel more alive today, as mm-hmm. a result of the decision, you feel more in tune with who you are as a person, as a human. Yes, that's definitely. Um, I do feel more in tune with myself, and mm-hmm. I needed to make a change in my life. Because to, to, I, was, I was always the type of person that was uncomfortable with the unknown. And so mm-hmm. this is something that I always kind of envision myself having a career coaching business, having a business of my own. I always wanted it, but never took the actual steps to make it happen. And so little by little, I was taking steps, you know, behind the scenes. And, and I was just like, well, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this for myself to um, it better myself as a person and as a professional, but also to show people um, in, in my family and future generations that it is possible to, to do something that you set your mind to. Um, and so I am grateful, like, that I did, that it did take the leap of faith um, because mm. I don't know, you know, I, I, I've, I've become a different person, not in a, in a bad way, but I've evolved, mm-hmm. you know, as, as a person mm-hmm. and, and have grown so much. And so I'm happy that I, I challenged myself um, out of my comfort yeah. zone. That is awesome. That is so awesome. Those of you who are listening now to the show, you're listening to me with Janelle Vier- here on Everyday Folks. Janelle is the founder of Career Dreamers. I hope that you her and her services and listen in to some of the amazing things that she's sharing because she's not only, not just a leader of her, her organization, but she's walk walk and can talk the talk before in terms of helping other people improve and find their own passions in their own lives. And if you'd like to speak to us at any time, feel free to call us at 347-539-5372. Again, that line is 347-539-5372, and my inbox is open to you. It is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. And Janelle, I must admit, your conversation is generating a buzz over here in my inbox. (laughs) So (laughs) so we're going to take a couple of the questions. I'll read the questions slowly so that you can get the gist of what's being asked, okay? Sure. And this is from this is from Tina from Jacksonville, Mississippi. Tina writes the following. Thanks for listening, Tina, over in Mississippi. I have been working as a lawyer for ten years now, Joe. As 
much as the money is great, pay is not. I mean, the as much as the money, the pay is not the only thing I'm after. Now I have a family and two kids to take care of. I want to explore my passion, but I'm afraid it may be too late. What should I do? Well, thank you, Tina, for your question. That's a great question. And a lot of times people think there's a time limit on goals and mapping out what, what it is you're passionate about, and there is no mm-hmm. time limit. Um, we oftentimes tend to create barriers for ourselves because we're afraid of taking that leap of faith. And so what I would say to you, Tina, is, you know, start mapping out what, what it is that you want to do. Take time for yourself to do some self-reflection and to identify what it is that you're passionate about, you know, doing whether it's career assessments or you may already know what it is that you want to do, and, and start building a plan, building a map for yourself. Create a vision board. Um, give yourself that space where you have alone time to just do self-reflection and, and to just map out what it is that you want to do. I, I did it. I'm looking at my vision board right now, and it has all of these positive affirmations uh, because those are the things that I want in my life. And so when you kind of start putting a plan in place and then you have those positive affirmations and you explore that with your support network, your family, your friends, and you share with them, what it is that you want to do, you never know who's going to be there right behind you and is going to help encourage you to move forward. But it's, it's never too late to set a goal and to dream. And don't let your dreams or your goals go to the wayside because you're afraid or because you think it's too late. Mm. Well said, Janelle. Excellent response. Tina, yeah. if you'd like to speak to, like to communicate or connect to Janelle, let Shoot me a second email. I'll bridge you to her. Thank you, Janelle, for your feedback with that. And Janelle, the, 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 I've heard you use the phrase goal board. And help me understand yes. what that is. My friend, sure. I'll, share what I, I'll share what I think I know, and then you can correct uh-huh. me. <laughs> okay. A friend of mine, every year in December, she gets together, and she gets with her friends. And they create these goal boards, and it's this visual chart or graphic all these pictures and things that are taken from magazines, clippings from anywhere, things that you want to achieve within that 12-month period. And then after this beautiful artistry is created, it's hung somewhere in their homes or wherever they want to see it most frequently so that it serves as a reminder as to what they should be working on. Am I in the right area? Or yes, you are. You are 100% correct. <laughs> yes. I have, I'm looking at mine right now. I have it up in my office um, at home, and I look at my, my vision board every single day. Uh, but I think it's a process, you know, and so what your friends uh, do is, is great, you know, mapping out what you want your year lo- to look like. Granted, things may not always go the way you plan them, but mm-hmm. the more planning you can do, the more likely it's going to happen. And so that's why I say I, I really kind of, when I did my vision board, I, I just stopped. I thought about, I closed my eyes. I did a little meditation, and I reflected on what are the things, what are the positive affirmations that I want in my life. And I literally spent an entire day just alone by myself in my office, and I just was cutting from magazines. And it was very, it was very peaceful, and it was just rejuvenating to do that. And I was just like, I felt so happy when I put it up, and I was like, man, when I look at these um positive affirmations on a daily basis. It's just that constant reminder of what it is that I'm working towards. Oh, I think that's awesome. And there, I have to share, 
even in what you're doing, there's art is therapeutic. So the fact that you were engaged in this critical process of exploring your, your goals, there were you were also creating this art for what you were doing. Yes. And it's kind of, it's very neat and folks don't realize how much that plays piece yeah. in that. And it, it's it's nice to dream and you're visualizing the dream and and then with that comes the fruition. And so I think that's awesome what you're doing. And yeah. I would love to share this, Janelle. If you're not shy, I'd love to place a picture of that. <laughs> of that oh, sure, yeah. Even oh, though yes, we can snap a picture of it and snap it and place it on your social media or you can forward it to me. I'd love to see what it is. And I'd love to, if there is something that you're doing in relation to that with your upcoming workshops, I'd love to help mm-hmm. from that from everyday folks to help people be informed and to participate. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I definitely will send you a picture of it and just kind of like the process that I work through. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'd love to see it because, I mean, I see my mind, Janelle, you're so awesome and you're so because you are so professional. You're very poised and you're very intelligent and you're fun. You're fun to work with. And so Mm -hmm. I love to see, you know, we never really had those conversations because we we were like fire extinguishers. We were all in mode, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and not, not to knock anyone or anything, but it's just, just, mm-hmm. just the fact is that's the type of people who we are. We're go-to people. And we are. too much is given, much is required, you know? And so yeah. as a result, you, you never got that chance to say, hey, Janelle, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was just always kind of like the fire extinguisher. How are we going to support this student? get them registered yes. for classes, get them on internship, yes. you know, get them what they need, <laughs> help them with financial aid. <laughs> it was, and that know, was all it's... great stuff, all great stuff. Yes. But at the end of the day, yes. we have to go home. And we have yes. to go, go home and we re- And tomorrow when we wake up, if fortunate enough to do so, it's a day with new reflections later in the day. And so I'm very mm-hmm. glad to hear this and to see, this, this, see you in this season of your life. Here's the next question. This is from Carlos from Miami, Florida. Thank you for listening, Carlos, to your hometown. He writes the following, mm-hmm. Janelle. I have no problem yeah. writing resumes. He says, I have no problem writing resumes, but a difficult time interviewing for the position, especially at round two of the interview process. Any mm-hmm. tips you can provide are appreciated. So I, well, he's getting to the second round of interviews, so he's doing something right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I would say what, uh, you know, I would like to kind of understand, is it a, a follow-up anxiety or is it something that's happening in that second interview um, where he's kind of like, I don't know, not maybe not getting through? I would say, you know, the, the most important thing about interviews is that you really want to treat them as a conversation. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. you get so overworked and over and excited about the interview and nervous and sometimes the nerves take over. I for myself, I do get, I get nervous anytime, you know, I'm I'm go, I'm going to be interviewed. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think the most important thing is being authentic, being well versed on what it is that you are able to bring to the table. Um, connecting your strengths to valuable experiences that are going to be relevant to the the company understanding the role and how your path, whether it's project management skills, how did you manage that project from start to end, giving specific examples and linking, connecting the dots um, 
between your experience and that role, I think, is really important. Um, and making sure you know the company really well. You do the research. You understand their values, their mission. You know what their culture is like because those are all things and, and that are going to be beneficial for you. Also, asking questions because, you know, a lot of times we go into interviews and think that the interviewer has a leg up because they're the ones that are interviewing us, but you're also interviewing the company too. You want to make sure that this is the right culture fit for you. Are you going to be happy there? And so ha- having those lists of questions that are going to uh, prepare you for that interview um, is also, like, for example, asking them, you know, how long has this position been open? Is this a new position? Uh, what's the co- I, even asking them what the culture is? How long have you been here at the company? Right. You know, what would you say? Um, even being bold with your questions and saying, you know, um, do you see me fitting into this role? If not, do mm-hmm. you have immediate feedback in terms of what I can do um, to fit, you know, within this role? So kind of like there's, there's so many different ways to navigate that second interview, but. Um, you know, just I think what it comes down to is kind of being confident in what you have to bring to the table. Good advice. Very good advice, Janelle. And thank you, Carl. Uh, thank you, Carlos, for listening. And if you want to connect with her, with, with Janelle, let me know. I'll, I'll connect you to her. You can also connect to her directly through, dream, through careerdreamers.org. But I feel that as, it sounds as if it, you may have some additional questions and may need Janelle's services. Don't be afraid to reach out, okay? Yeah, Janelle, there's a, there's a question I have for you, and this is one that reflects back on who you are and where you're at. So, Janelle, what motivates you to succeed? Who or what motivates you to succeed? So my family, my nieces mm-hmm. and nephews, uh, my godchildren, my friends, and the future generations. I want to show them that you can do anything you set your mind to, and most importantly, if you're passionate about something, pursue it. There's no dream that's too big, and I know I've said that before. And, you know, honestly, another thing that motivates me is the fear of failure. I don't want to fail. I don't want to let myself down, and I don't want to let anyone else down. Um, I feel like I have an important role to play in my community and, and to give back to people. And to my, my passion is to, to guide people along that way, to help coach them through their journey, whether it's goal setting, preparing for their future dream job, whatever it is that they, that they um, are passionate about, I get really excited about that. And so that keeps me motivated as well. That's, and that's all stuff which helps generate the incredible work that you do. And I think the more that people hear as they listen to your inter- our, our conversation, rather, they're realizing how human, we're all human in this process, and it's okay yeah. to stumble there. But when you do, you get back up. You persevere. Yeah. And tomorrow Absolutely. is a brighter day. And it's it's something that some days are better than others. Some are tough. But there are surely the fewer bad days than there are good days, would you say, in that process? Yes. (laughs) You know, you're going to hit bumps in the road along the way and challenges, and it's all about how resilient you are when you're experiencing that challenge. How are you going to push through? And just taking honestly what helps me get through those challenging times, I have to stop, and I just have to – Think about what I'm grateful for. That mm. really keeps me motiv- That keeps me going because it's like I have so much to be grateful for. I'm so fortunate in so many ways. I have beautiful family, friends, uh, a fiance who loves me. I have you know wonderful people like you in my life. So it's just like I'm so fortunate and and blessed. And so when I'm having those tough days, I just stop and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> 
I'm mm-hmm. going to get through this. This too yes, shall pass. This is not the end of the world. It's going to be okay, and just keep it moving. <laughs> well said. And you couldn't have said it any simpler than that because it is what it is. And Janelle, mm-hmm. what has been, uh, and all the things you've learned in, in your experience in your entrepreneurship, what has been the most incredible aspect of that? What have you learned in terms of your learning? What has been one of the greatest things you've learned? Oh, wow. One of the greatest things I've learned is just being flexible and nimble um, because there's certain things that I can't control. And so (laughs) making sure that I don't put myself in that position where I'm in reactive mode. And so being comfortable with the unknown, that's always been something, an area where I've had to stretch myself. And so Mm -hmm. I've learned to be more comfortable with the unknown and say, you know what, it's okay. (laughs) I don't know what tomorrow looks like. But I'm going to figure it out, and I'm going to get through this. Um, mm. And then just, uh, just really kind of like owning what it is that I'm, I'm, I want to do, and sharing it with people, and just the immense amount of support that I've received. It's just I'm so humbled and so grateful for that. And mm. you know, I just, <laughs> it's like building the right connections and having wonderful people to, to you know, connect me with business opportunities. Um, you never know who's going to be your client or who's going to connect you to, to a client. Right. And it's just like, I'm just like so, you know, hum, so so humbled and grateful for the people that have supported my business. Um, and so, well, yeah. Benjamin, <laughs> you know, I have to say, you never know who's watching. And that you just exactly. get here right there. You never know. And I do feel, I said this again and again on the show, you get what you put out into the universe and it always comes back at you. So if you put out that good vibe and you're doing it for, and especially what you're doing, it's incredible work. You're doing what a selfless cause. It's altruism. It comes back at you in beautiful ways. That's what it's all about. It's that simple but yet difficult to understand if not to, to pursue. And there are a couple of questions yeah. coming in now that I want to get in. So okay. you have lit up the lines, my friends, So we're going to knock out some questions. <laughs> Okay. I want to say to those, we're halfway into the show, half hour into the show, and a half hour remaining. If you have any questions, you ask Janelle during the show. Call me at 347 539 5372. And I will say, Janelle, they are not shy in terms of their inboxing. I have a total of 11, about 10, nine questions that I need to get through here. That wow. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do our best to knock them out in the next 30 minutes. But thank you to those who are sending the emails. I'm going to try to do all I can to get them in. But if you'd like to sing it, it be a question, comment, or request, the email address is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that's everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. So, Janelle, here comes the next question. It's from Dex from Hollywood, Florida. Thanks for listening, okay. Dex. He asked the following, or she, because Dex could be a gender-neutral name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, is the most, what is the most common issue, Janelle, that people have consulted your company for? A lot of times uh, people are coming because they want to make a career change. Mm. That is one of the mo- most uh, people want to know. They feel a little stuck. They're doing something mm-hmm. that they don't really feel passionate about. And so just kind of really kind of trying to figure out how to navigate making that career transition. Um, you'd be surprised how many people are in positions and, and doing careers that they're just not passionate about. And 
So coaching them through that process um, is definitely uh, something that's that's beneficial uh, for them. You know, it's it's their journey, and so guiding them along the way with goal setting, doing career mapping activities, passion planning, um, having them do the vision board activities, um, all these great exercises that really kind of get them to think and see things through a different lens. Um, so I would say that's one. And then actually a lot of empowerment workshops. So a lot of team building workshops and, and workshops within the community around um, strengths, uh, people, helping people understand what their strengths are, helping people understand how to communicate effectively, helping mm-hmm. people how to understand their leadership styles because there's a leader in everyone. It's just everybody has a different style of leadership. And mm-hmm. so those are, those are things that um, I've been able to, to do in the community that people want and they seek me out for. Mm, thank you for that response. And Dex, again, You're if welcome. you'd like to reach out to Janelle at any time, do check her out on dream, on careerdreamers.org. The link will be placed after this show is for on my author page on Blog Talk Radio as well. It's already a link for the uh, the bio of, of, of the show. Please do check it out and do stay in touch with her because she has a lot of good stuff that she could help you with. Janelle, there, there are two questions coming in. One is coming in okay. from Anike, who's my dear colleague and radio host here of her show journey into passion so she sent an email as follows hello okay great show topic it is truly a tough journey to be an entrepreneur especially a creative person we most we mostly just want to create but we need to pay attention to attention to the fact that we are in business and this is a career what do you say Janelle, to those in this position that fear the business side of things I would say um, the most important thing is knowing your worth and not being afraid Mm. to put a monetary value to it. You know, you know what you're capable of, you know what your credentials are, you know what you have to bring to the table and being confident and owning that. And that's something that I struggled with as well in the beginning because a lot of times people come, oh, I want help or they may want me to do, I don't mind doing certain things pro bono, but they, you know, may see that what you're doing as a career oh, can you do me a favor and, you know, write my resume? Can you mm-hmm. do me a favor and facilitate this free workshop? And, mm-hmm. and I don't mind. I'm all about giving back in the community. I'm, I, you know, I, I, I believe in that um, very strongly. However, it's also letting people know that this is your business, right? This, this is something right. that you're trying to build a career off of. You're building yourself up as a professional. And at the end of the day, you have to pay bills just like everyone else. <laughs> So I think just knowing your worth and being confident in owning your price point um, and even seeking advice like from people that you trust and people who know how to run a business, um, just kind of consulting with them and say, you know what, how do I manage this business side of the, of, the, of the situation? There's a lot of free trainings out there too with the Small Business Association um, and how to create budget plans and how to market your business. Um, so there's a lot of great tools and resources that you can leverage in building your brand, and when people see your brand, they know, you know, your worth. And so when you put that mm-hmm. price point out there, there's no question about it. That's right. And I, I'm glad you said what you just said, Janelle. How on earth is anyone going to succeed if we're not standing on the shoulders of others? And I, I say this all the time to my author friends. I say it to you as well. Anyone who is interested in writing, each time I see that book comes out, for instance, I'm buying that book. Because at the end of the day, yeah. that's how those other individuals get out there. 
And I appreciate that because at the end of the day, this is your bread and butter. It is how you're living and yeah. eating as well. And mm-hmm. so, as, like you said, having a great heart and wanting to provide, it, it's there. That's not going to take away. But you also have to draw that appropriate boundary for yourself and say, wait a minute. I also need to live here. And if this is what I want to yeah. do, I live in a world that I can't just, I, I have to live and eat. And so, therefore, mm-hmm. I need to be able to contribute and provide for myself so that I'm able to do so. And so I appreciate your saying what you just said. And I think Anika and I had that talk as well. And, and, and mm-hmm. when she's had that conversation with her guests in terms of the business side, the fears of it, because there's a lot of work, but also too, mm-hmm. it has to get done. Someone has to get done yes. or get it done. Mm-hmm. Here comes mm-hmm. the next question. It's from Natalia from Miami, Florida. Thank you for listening, Natalia, right here in our back. The question mm-hmm. is as follows on Janelle here. I'm a high school student, like to learn more about career planning. I'm in the 12th grade. Is your business for people like me? Yes, actually it is. And I actually do uh, career coaching with high school students like yourself, Natalia. Yes, uh, seniors, it's so important. You know, oftentimes you find students will start college. They don't know what they want to do, so they'll change majors two and three times. And, you know, and then it just doesn't, it delays their graduation. They end up exhausting financial aid. And so, you know, it's, it's terrible because you find that young people feel defeated by the whole process and the journey, and that shouldn't be the case. And so I do have a specialized program that I work with high school students, and I provide them with the coaching. We talk about building their values, helping them understand their strengths. We um, do college major identification, so I do career assessments with them as well. And, you know, just getting them excited about the process of figuring out what it is that they want to major in, what do they want to do, um, that's so important. And she's, you know, Natalia, you're at a critical point in your life now where you're going to be graduating high school, and so now you're taking that next step, and it's big. So um, it's definitely important to do career mapping, I think, in the senior level. And actually, um, it's one of my goals is, uh, in, in the bigger picture, is to establish a career coaching program for high school students. Um, that's that's one of my big picture uh, visions uh, for career dreamers. Hmm, that's awesome. That is so awesome. Thank you, Natalia, for that question. And as well, do check out um, careerdreamers.org. There is tons of information there. And as well, you can stay in touch directly with Janelle. Janelle, yes. I had a series of questions for you, but questions are so strong that are coming in. I think I'm going to I'm going to hold off on the list for just a second in order to make okay. sure we get folks who are listening an opportunity to have a connection with you or at least to get their questions addressed, okay? Sure. So here comes the next question. It's from Todd from Orlando, Florida. Todd writes, starting a business is a great and challenging endeavor. I have always wanted to start my own but never had the courage to do so. What really made you realize that this is the thing you should be starting your own company? So what made me realize um, to start my own company, well, I I mentioned earlier that I always had a vision of having my own career coaching practice. Um, It's been a a goal in my mind for a very long time. But, again, that fear of starting a business, I was like, I don't know anything about running a business. (laughs) And this is all new to me. This is foreign. Um, and one day I just said, you know what, I started, I took my, as I was taking my certification um, in professional career coaching, I said, I want to make this official. And so 
while I was working full-time behind the scenes, I was starting to brainstorm, okay, what steps am I going to take? And I started little by little. I set my goals. You know, what, what am I going to work towards, you know, the first three months, six months? What does a year look like? You know, I started building my website. I was doing all of that stuff behind the scenes instead of just jumping in and starting it <laughs> from scratch without yes. having anything yes. else lined up. And so I think it's just kind of finding that balance. But it starts with the goal setting. If you want to start a business, it's scary. But you know what? You can do it. There's so many people out there who have businesses and start businesses with no experience. And so just um, start somewhere. You know, whether mm. it's an idea that you have, start somewhere. And then once you start, then you're going to see that evolve. Mm. And that's the key is getting taking that first step. And that first step will eventually take many. And then eventually you'll start running, running to success. Yes. Running to yes. opportunity. And it, it's all part of the, of the growing process. Yes, so I have a question is. for you, and this actually was one that I had prepared for you that I think kind of connects to where you're at right now, and at least in the conversation. What role does technology play in your career? How, what do you use it? What are the things that you do? Sure. So technology is definitely critical to my work because my business is home-based, and so I leverage so many resources for my business. I use, um, you know, from email to Internet to designing marketing materials. I use Canva. I use Fiverr. Um, I use conference call websites to host webinars. Um, of course, I use it to create and design the resumes and the cover letters. Um, my website is also online. I use it to promote uh, social media events via social media. Um, mm-hmm. And it just kind of like it's critical. Like I cannot operate my business without using my computer. <laughs> I have <laughs> Skype. I have Google Hangouts. There's so many great resources that you can use. And so it's definitely critical to every to my everyday work with career journey. Well said. Um, and I have to share, even in, as an entrepreneur, every week it's like there's something new to learn. Yes. <laughs> or you at least figure out some features that you realize was already available and what you thought you knew. And therefore, it just enhances your own technology skills base, which I think is so awesome. It does. Mm-hmm. I definitely have learned a lot. <laughs> yes, it will, and sure. you will continue. That's yes. my goodness. There's <laughs> so much out there. And in fact, you're probably going to realize there's a time you're going to need just someone just to manage your social media content. Yes, eventually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Entrepreneurship in the 21st century. Yes. <laughs> Here's the next question. It's from Silvio from Miami, Florida. Here it comes. Thank you for listening, Silvio. As of this December, I'll be retiring from a life of public service. However, I don't want to retire. I want to go into something else. What services, Janelle, do you provide that can help someone like me? That's employable after retirement. Sure. So um, after retirement, yeah, if you, you still want to do something. I would say career coaching, definitely. We would explore um, what it is that you're passionate about. What is it that, what is that next journey after retirement? Just because you retire doesn't mean that you can't do something that you're not excited about. So I would definitely go through the coaching sessions one-to-one, and we will go through the goal planning and and the passion planning, and then identify what's your next journey. Um, But it's it's a process, and it takes time. um, But if you're willing to take the time to invest um, in yourself, (laughs) <laughs> and identify what it is that you want to do next, then I could definitely help you out and coach you through that process. 
Thank you, Janelle. And Silvio, again, if you haven't so already, do check out Janelle's website at careerdreamers.org because that's where you'll find a lot of information and as well as a means of which you can stay in contact with her and to be a part and, and connect with her services. Those of you who are yes. listening now on the show, we're now, Janelle, 45 minutes have already flown by. Can you believe it? Wow. I know. It's going by so fast. <laughs> it does, especially when you're having with someone as great as you. And for those of you who are listening, if you'd like to get in, if you'd like to speak to Janelle or me before the show ends in the next minutes, you're still welcome to, to connect with us in two options, at two options. The first is our call in line, 347-539-5372. Again, it's 347-539-5372. And the inbox, which you have not been shy on, thank you for that, is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. That is everyday folks listen at gmail.com. And Joe, here comes the next question. It comes from okay. Denise, who lives in Delray Beach, Florida. Great show. Janelle, you offer great insight. If I were to register for one of your classes, what type of experience could I expect can I expect? You can definitely, you will, it, it's an interactive process, um, so I expect everyone to participate. I don't allow people to opt out, so you won't be bored <laughs> if you attend any that of my workshops. Uh, I definitely uh, make sure that I engage the audience. I get them involved. I do uh, team building activities. Um, and I, I actually, it's not just about, I don't stand up in front of a room and just talk to you the whole time I'm facilitating a workshop, I want people to be involved, so I pull them in. I'll, I'll give them the information, but then I have some type of learning activity for them to kind of grasp what it is. So, like, for example, this week I did a, a goal-setting uh, workshop, um, and it was all about SMART goals, and so then I walked the, the audience through how to set a SMART goal. But then I actually had them work on setting a SMART goal in that during throughout the workshop, and so they had to then, after they wrote down a goal of theirs, they had to share it. And so it was nice because they were able to kind of, everybody shared one of their goals and, and how they were going to, what was the timeline, and, you know, we were able to help each other. Um, the, they were able to help each other kind of figure out what are some next steps to making that goal happen. And so everybody was supportive of each other in the, in the group. And so I think that's the most important thing is kind of having some type of interactive um, and, and just getting the people involved so that they actually walk away with something valuable that they can apply um, to their everyday life or to their professional life. Hmm. And, and, I will sh- and I will ditto everything that Janelle said, especially in terms of her interactive nature. But Denise, if you listen to her, if you get a chance to visit or participate in her webinars or her Facebook um, workshops, they are highly interactive, and she will make you think, and you will leave with so don't be afraid to come out. We do ask you come with an open mind. Come to open up. Come with an open mind. But definitely, you're yes. going to get so much and so much more workshops. But connections you will make with other people during the sessions as well. Our next question is coming in from Nicole Janelle from Miami, Florida, as well. Thank you for listening, okay. Nicole. She asked the following: Do you offer online training and support for those people who cannot physically? That may work for me. Yes, I do. Um, a lot of my career coaching sessions are online, um, and, and I can do the training online as well, um, where I share my screen. I can use Google Hangout, um, Skype, 
Um, and then I also have this line. It's actually a free conference call line where I'm able to share my mm-hmm. screen. Um, and so I do um, a monthly webinar. It's a free webinar. It's called Your Inside Career Call. And I partnered with um, uh, Orlando Haynes, who's a recruiter, and we uh, mm-hmm. just launched this free webinar series where every month we have a different topic. And so we do the training online. And we open it up for questions. People can message their questions. They can, you know, actually speak their questions, you know, and ask them uh, verbally. Um, and so, yes, I use a lot of, again, as I mentioned earlier, technology is critical. <laughs> so I definitely, and the coaching process, you shouldn't, you know, not be able to get coaching if you can't physically be with a person face-to-face. And so, you know, I do a lot of that online, the coaching over the phone um, and video conferences. That's awesome. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. And Nicole, again, yeah. since that option is available, all you have to do is careerdreamers.org where you can find out more information. I have to do the plug, Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Very and welcome. I love the questions and coming in. Thank you. They're really good questions, aren't they? They're really they are, good. They are great questions. I'm sitting here taking notes myself, so also a student. I'm your student, Janelle, so please teach me, teach me. <laughs> I have a couple more questions for you. This one's from Jackson okay. from Trenton, New Jersey. Thanks, Jackson, and thanks, New Jersey, for listening in. He asked the following. At my college, I'm offered career services programs. For some reason, I don't feel like they meet my needs. Yes, they help mm. me see, they help me see after college, but I want help right now in trying to find out what I want to do as a degree. What do you recommend? So I I recommend um, if you're not getting what you need from your career services department, you could consult with a career coach or um, also there's a lot of online free career assessments that you can take. So technology, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways to find out you know, based on your personality type, your natural behavior styles, what are some good career opportunities for you? And taking that time to further explore. It's going to take an investment on your time because you want to make sure that you're doing your due diligence with not only taking the assessments, but then it's the follow-up work. So right. if, let's say, for example, based on the career assessments, you know, they say business or technology is a good career fit for you making sure that you do the research to identify the different roles within technology and business and researching that and seeing, you know, if it's something of interest to you, researching the salary, going on to payscale.com, you know, to find out, you know, what is the typical salary for that um, career type and then looking at the degree map for that career type as well and seeing are these courses that I'm interested in taking. And so it, it definitely takes a lot of legwork on your end, but again, identifying what you're passionate about is, 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 is an investment. <laughs> so you it have is. to make the effort. You have to make the effort to do that research and to do your due diligence. Well said. I have a question for you, and it's one that I had originally planned, scheduled for you, Janelle. It's, sure. it is, you know, how can we inspire future generations to start planning ahead? What can we do? So I think it's just, it's really important to get involved in the community, um, which is why I'm really excited about the partnership that I have with this nonprofit organization, um, and then mm-hmm. getting involved with the chambers and letting them know through word of mouth the services that I provide. Um, it just, in life, it's really important to make time to reflect on what you want your future to look like. 
And, you know, at mm-hmm. times we get so caught up in our everyday responsibilities and we forget to prioritize goal setting and envisioning the future. So part of finding your passion and designing your lifestyle really requires you to make the time to create that uh, plan and set the bar high for yourself um, and do things that challenge you out of your comfort zone. Get a mentor that believes in you, set goals with timelines, create a vision board, share what you support network. Most importantly, staying true to yourself. Be humble and grateful. Um, take time to be thankful every day for what you have and all that you are. Um, but I think it's just about, for me, inspiring uh, future generations is, is at my core. It's in my heart. I feel like I've been so blessed and fortunate to have so many mentors along the way who have, mm-hmm. you know, motivi- motivated me, encouraged me, you know, picked me up when I was down. And I just, I have this sense of ownership and responsibility to do that for the future generations. And so that's something that I'm extremely passionate about. And that passion is never going to die. <laughs> mm, that's what I stand for. And, you know, I stand with you in that. We, we, yes, have, we, we've seen so much, accomplished a lot, but there's always so much more we can do. And I so one of the many I admire about you, Janelle. The fact is, as long as you breathe, you do. And that's important. Yes. Very important. Yes. And so mm-hmm. my next question comes in from Cindy from Miami, Florida. Thank you for listening right here in Miami, Cindy. Her question is as follows. Are you connected to any temp agencies? Do you advise using them for employment purposes? So I do have a few people in my network who are recruiters at temp agencies. And I think temp agencies are good resources to use. Um, if you're in a position where you're transitioning from one job to the next, um, a temp position could land you a permanent position. I'll share my personal experience. When I first started out my career in the human resources industry, I was working full-time. Well, I was going to college full-time, and I got the, a basic entry-level job at a hospital through a temp agency as a file clerk in the human resources department. And after I, my, my uh, term was up, they actually made me a permanent um, employee. And a year later, I was, in, I was promoted to being an employment secretary. A year after that, I was promoted to being a benefits manager. I ended up staying there eight years. So my experience with temp agencies, has that, that one experience I had was very positive. Um, so I think it's, there's so many temp agencies out there that will provide you the services for free. You shouldn't have to pay for anything. Uh, but making sure that you find the right temp agency um, that's going to be able to connect you uh, to, the, to the, uh, different opportunities. But, yeah, I think it's a great re- resource for sure. Great, great stuff. And I have one, mm-hmm. another question here from Mildred from New York City, New York. Way, way up north. Listeners. Yay, awesome. New York. I'm a native New Yorker. so That's right. That's right. I yeah. forgot. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so perhaps Mildred may know you, and if she doesn't, she does now. <laughs> <laughs> so ask the following, and it's a long question, so I'm going to read it slowly, okay? And if you don't need to repeat it, I'll do so, Janelle. Okay. I grew up in an age where typewriters were the common technology. As of 2006, I retired from years of administrative work. I want to return to the workforce, not as a full-time worker. Yes, the money is needed but I am more interested in learning about life and skills than the paycheck. What technology should I be familiar with in order to get my success, in, my success entrance into the workforce again, especially among so many younger, more experienced workers of technology? 
So I would, that's a great question. Um, I would say definitely learn the Microsoft Office suite. Learn uh, yeah. Word, Excel, PowerPoint. Those are three critical skills and Outlook. Um, those are all the skills that if you can take any workshops or online trainings, um, even if you take an online training, that's actually going to push you to learn about technology and, so, and learn how the, the trainings online work. Um, but mm-hmm. there's also a lot of resources and tools that you can leverage. So push yourself to kind of do that research online so that way you can familiarize yourself with, you know, the websites and, and the different trainings that are offered. But I would, I would start there. That's a good starting point. Those are skills that every, almost every company uh, looks for. And those mm-hmm. are skills that I use on a day-to-day basis. You know, those are, and I, and I have to add, you know, that's, it's so interesting how technology is the expectation. It's, it's not even something that's an option today. Yes, it is. it is. What are your future plans, Chanel? What's next? So my goal is um, to continue to develop and promote and expand my business on the training side. Um, I also, I would like to design a teen empowerment conference or workshop series. And um, as I mentioned earlier, just looking to develop a career coaching program for high school students. I think it's important for them to get exposure to career mapping early on so they can attend college and pursue a career with a sense of purpose and passion. And I'm also going to be working as a success coach with a startup company, um, re-engaging students to return to college. And I'm going to be coaching them through that journey uh, to college completion as well. So I'm really excited about the direction Career Dreamers is going and also about the other journey as, as far as being a success coach with a new uh, startup company. And is there anywhere else that we can stay in touch with you besides being, um, dream, dream, careerdreamers.org, which, folks, I'm going to say again, do visit the website. Do you have any other links that you'd like people to reach to at Janelle? Sure. Facebook. I have a Career Dreamers uh, Facebook page. So if you want to check me out on Facebook and like my page, um, LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram at Janelle V. And um, what else? Yeah, you can email me as well. All of my contact information is on my website. Um, and so I look forward to hearing from you. If you have any questions, if you want a, a free consultation, I do offer a free 30-minute consultation as well for people who just are inquiring about information, whether it's coaching or resume writing. Um, and so you could definitely get a hold of me that way. Well, Janelle, I want to say thank you for all that you're doing and will continue to do under the name, under the offices of Career Dreamers. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. And know that you Thank have you. a home all the time here, everyday folks. So this is not the last time you're going to be on air. I will be asking you to come back, check in. Okay. We will be Great. promoting your, your, your resources in your business through our platform. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all that you do and for your time. Thank you so much, Billy, for this wonderful opportunity. You're an incredible man and a professional, and I, it's been a joy working with you, and I'm so glad that we reconnected, and I appreciate you just giving me the time to interview me, learn about Career Dreamers, and thank you, everyone, for all the wonderful questions. Um, I look forward to hearing from you if you have any more questions, and I look forward to returning to the show um, in the future. Thank you so much, Janelle. Take care. Thank you. Take care. And folks, there you have it. Janelle is making things happen, making dreams happen through careerdreamers.org. Tune in every week here on every exciting new shows. Thank you. This is BJ signing off. 
Until next time, take care.